Welcome to the Defiant Business Podcast. A business podcast produced by Defy the Status Quo for forward-thinking businesses and savvy professionals looking to defy the status quo of mediocre customer experiences, barely surviving businesses, and haphazard business development. We'll explore best marketing and sales practices, improving business processes, attracting your ideal clients or customers, striking your perfect work-life balance, business basics, intentional inclusion in business, and so much more. Thank you for joining me today. Let's do this. Good morning, everybody. I would like to welcome you to the last Marketing Monday of October. Wow. Where did the month go? Am I right? Pretty sure I'm right. It's been an interesting month for sure. Um, and I'm just really happy to hear about the wins that everybody's had this month. That's something I like to ask. I like to ask about wins at the end of the week. And I like to ask about wins at the end of the month because the month is kind of a larger measurement in terms of how you've made progress towards your goals. But yes, this is the last Marketing Monday of October. And I wanted to ask you, how are you celebrating Halloween? Particularly for those of you who have kids um, and you're living in an area where, you know, Halloween, like trigger treating is maybe not a thing. I've got four kids in case you didn't know. And I'm trying to think like we could probably do some type of scavenger hunt with candy or something like that. So if you're watching this live, please give me a hashtag live and let me know how you're celebrating Halloween this year. Because uh, I could use the ideas, you know. Um, uh, you know what? It's not. It's not for the blue moon. Somebody, uh, Carmel, asked me about my lip color. Um, I didn't actually do it for the full moon, but that's actually a really good point. So uh, Halloween this year, we have a blue moon on Halloween. We are rolling the clocks back on Halloween. And we also have, of course... Samhain, All Hallows Eve, um, which is something that's celebrated all around the world um, in a variety of forms. So yes, that was my question for you today. How are you celebrating Halloween? Drop it in the comments. And again, give me that hashtag live, hashtag replay, and happy Monday. So we're going to go right into it today. Um, we are talking about putting tactics before strategy which equals putting the cart before the horse. So because I've got people who listen in from all around the world, I want to make sure that we talk about what it means actually to put the cart before the horse. So before I was in marketing, I was a translator. I translated Persian Farsi, and that was part of my military experience. I learned Persian Farsi so I could then translate it professionally. And one of the things we used to have fun with were these types of idioms, cart before the horse. And so I just wanted to take a moment to explain. And I want you, if you're watching this live, right, with the video, I want you to visualize this for me. Visualize this for me. Actually, you're not going to have to visualize it that hard because I've got a clip for you. This is called horse cart racing. Look, like this is slow-mo. Look at how fast these people are going on these tiny little carts and, you know, with the horses. Like, wow. And then what I want you to do is imagine if this guy was in front of his horse or girl. If that guy or girl, let me put the video back up. 
I want you to imagine what would happen if, if this cart was in front of this horse. How fast do you guys think they'd be going? How fast would they be going if the cart was in front of the horse? Not fast at all, right? I was just checking out your guys' comments, but not fast at all. So that is what this means. And as we're going through talking about putting tactics before strategy, I want you to keep visualizing that. I want you to keep visualizing how fast these horse cart races are. And then I want you to imagine, okay, if I do X or if, you know, as we explore these different options, if we do X, Boom, that's the cart before the horse. I want you to see that difference, okay? That's why I picked horse cart racing specifically for the visual because that's how we wanna move in our marketing, right? That's how we wanna move in our businesses. We wanna be really fast and powerful, direct, strong. That's how we want to be. And when we make the choice to put tactics before strategy, we are the exact opposite. We are going nowhere, like not going nowhere fast. Like you're not going anywhere at all. And so I wanted to give you an example, some, you know, context. Okay, so a tactic example is building funnels. Are funnels bad? No. So don't tell anybody that I said funnels are bad. I don't think funnels are bad. I do think that a lot of business owners who, you know, especially in the coach, consulting, service provider space, they think, oh, if I just had a funnel, then, you know, I could totally change, transform my business and sell all the things and whatever, all these digital products. But cart before the horse scenario if you don't have an audience, if you have no plan for growing your audience, if you build the fantastic funnel and build out all of the tech pieces, that's the other side too. Do you have the tech capabilities to set up all the different pieces of the funnel so everything moves smoothly? If you, even if you do, how are you? Who are you then going to market it to? If you do not create a plan to market or grow an audience, then your funnel is just that. It's just a tactic. There's no strategy behind it, and you are going nowhere. Now you just have this expensive, fancy funnel that's going nowhere. That's selling nothing for you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, not fast at all. Um, and then I wanted to give you a tool example, a tool example. I was going to pick something crazy, but social media schedulers. So we're talking um, Hootsuite is the one we've used in the past. We've also used SEMrush because we're subscribed to SEMrush. Um, shoot, what are the other ones? Buffer is another one. Uh, there's another one, Co-Scheduler. There's a whole bunch of them out there. And you're like, Ruthie, wait, a social media scheduler, that's like essential marketing tool, isn't it? Not if you don't have a strategy. And I will explain this because I know some people are like, whoa whoa, hold on. So if you do not do well with consistently posting to social media and last, was it last week? I think it was last week. We talked about marketing consistency. So go watch that live stream, read the blog post, whatever. Um, but if you are not consistently posting on social media already and you decide to subscribe for a social media scheduler, thinking it will save you time and somehow make you more consistent, but you don't have a reason why, you don't have a strategy behind that, you have probably just wasted money. You will use the social media scheduler for a while and then you won't. And we're gonna talk about that more later. So let's talk a bit more broadly about the different consequences of tactics before strategy. Yes, yeah, see, Carmel's on it. Strategy is key. 
And then, uh, and then Jesse, he's saying, thank you. Look, guys, I'm here for this. I'm here for this. So yes, let's take a look at the consequences of tactics before strategies. I've got a couple for you. Just a couple of big ones. First of all, you feel pulled in a million directions when you commit to, uh, and I'm not saying you shouldn't do these things, but you have to do them in a targeted fashion. And this is something I talk to my clients about in terms of authority marketing, uh, their authority, marketing their authority becomes the tip of their marketing spear. If you are a small business, whether you've got some employees or you're a solopreneur, you your marketing strategy has to be like viciously effective viciously effective. And that's why I say marketing authority can be the tip of your marketing spear, right? Like you cut through everything. Anyway, uh, so yeah, so if you commit to all of these different tactics and tools, you will feel pulled in a million directions. I want you to imagine, I want you to imagine you've decided that on top of regular blogging, you are also going to launch a podcast. Wow. Okay. And you're like, man, it's going to be a weekly podcast. I'm going to have all these great guests on there and it's going to be so good. And then, you know, in like six months, I'm going to monetize it. And, you know, my business is just going to explode because it's just going to generate so many leads. It's going to be great. And you're just like, boom, and you run off and you make your podcast. And now you also have to commit to, uh, you forgot to check your production schedule and see if you had time to find guests and see if you had time to edit the audio and see if you had time to look for sponsors for your episodes in six months you know, if your listenership is high enough. So you've committed to this other thing, you've attached your name, your brand to this other thing that you will probably let fail because you've run out of time. You also did not give that thing a large why, something to keep you motivated. All right, and then let's talk, let's talk about these tool subscriptions. Tool subscriptions, tool subscriptions are like gym memberships. Think about it. Think about it. If you pay to join a gym, but then you don't go, how does that hurt the gym? It doesn't. It doesn't. Because you know what? You know what a gym is that has a ton of people signed up, but not a lot of people go? A gym that has a ton of people signed up and not a lot of people attend and actually go and exercise. That's a gym whose equipment breaks less often. That's a gym whose staff has to collect trash and wash towels less often. That's a gym who can probably afford to have a lower number of employees on the on the floor at any given time. So that gym's costs of operations could actually go down because they don't have to repair equipment. They don't have to wash as many things. They maybe don't need to have as big of a locker room, X, Y, Z, et cetera, et cetera. Tool subscriptions are just like this. If you subscribe to a tool and then you don't use it, how does that hurt them? I'll wait. It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't hurt them at all. It Yes. Oh, okay. Sorry. I got to roll back a little bit. Carmel said that the why for people is important and she has her clients do the five whys under the main why. Yes. And that also helps you get to the emotional why, the things that, that actually drive what it is that you're doing. Um, yeah, see, like we've all done it. Like, and so I don't want you guys to think that I'm talking about, um, you know, wasting money on tool subscriptions. Like I haven't done it. I I've done it. I've done it. Like, uh, let's see. I'm trying to think recently. When did I, oh, probably one of the things I wasted money on for sure was this interactive, uh, video tool. I think I might still need to cancel it.
uh, because it seemed like such a good idea. And I was like, oh my goodness, I'm gonna have all these different things I'm be able to do with it. Guess what I didn't have? I didn't have time. I didn't have time. I would have been better off investing in someone else who already had the tool and have them do it. As it was, I didn't even do most of it. I like cut up the videos and stuff, but then Sylvia went and put it together for me. <sighs> yes, okay. So what I want to do, because you guys know me, like I like to focus on the why of things. So now I feel like it's firmly rooted in your mind. Okay, Ruth, Ruthie says that I need to put my strategy ahead of, right? The, ahead of the tactics. I need to put my horse before the cart, right? So we can go fast like this and strong and powerful and relentless. I mean, look at these guys. They are just cruising, right? So I feel like you've kind of got that, right? mentally. We're anchored there. That is what we want to do. And so what I want to do next is to talk about what you should do when you are confronted with a new tool or tactic. And these confrontations can come in a lot of ways. They can come in an ad. You see an ad and you're like, mm, that looks like a good idea. Sh you know, shiny new object syndrome. That's us entrepreneurs. We get it all the time. So I want you to Okay, so so yeah, it's ads. It could be somebody in a Facebook group. It could be somebody on LinkedIn. You might run into it in social media. You might run into it at a virtual or even an in-person networking group when a person who executes a particular tactic for a living approaches you, right? And so that is why I love so much about what I do. Our very first step when I take on new clients is creating their strategy the strategy that I then tie back to the business goals. So you see what I'm saying here? Like I'm, I do not say, oh yes, I'm going to book you for 10 podcast interviews or 10 podcast interviews and five speaking engagements. That's, that's not what this is. That's not what this is because if I commit to a particular number based on that tactic, right? Without a driving strategy, if I, I fulfill my end of the bargain by getting you booked by 10 super new podcasts who are starved for guests because they're brand new, instead of taking the time to really help build your strategy and develop your marketability positioning, right? As a guest or as a speaker, right? To get you higher value opportunities. So that is the, one of the big differences between what I do and people who just book podcasts or book speaking. They could literally fulfill their requirement without any type of quality on their end. So the first thing you do, the first thing you do when you're confronted with a new tool or tactic is to stop and think. Stop and think. All right. Like I do not want you putting money down. I do not want you putting money down. Right. Stop and think. Next, what I want you to do is do, to then compare. And this means if you meet somebody in an event or whatever, before you commit even to the coffee chat with them, I want you to compare what that person does or that tool or that tactic, whatever it is, wherever you've heard it, I want you to compare it to your strategy. I want you to compare it to your strategy. How does it fit into your strategy? If you're thinking, well, I don't really have a documented strategy, Ruthie. Well, that sounds like maybe it should be something that we talk about because the best performing companies of any size have a documented marketing strategy that has their brand values and their vision for their company and their mission built in. So always compare anything new 
to that strategy. And then if it aligns, if that new tactic or tool aligns with your business goals, that could be a good move for you. If not now, maybe later, right? Not everything has to be right now, right? And then I want you, then I want you to map out the potential production. What are you going to have to do to make this a success? So let's talk about, let's go back to the podcasting example, because I have a podcast. And so I think people are like, oh, well, Ruthie would definitely recommend podcasts. And the answer to that is no. I'm not saying you shouldn't do a podcast. I'm just saying it's not something you should enter into lightly. And so this is what I want you to consider. When, and our our podcast production schedule at Defy the Status Quo is a bit more high tempo than some of the other podcasts. But when we take on a guest, we interview them. I interview them, right? After I send them the form, they fill out the form, I have to coordinate and find people because the Defiant Business Podcast, that's the podcast, is actually invite only. I don't typically take pitches. Um, So after the interview, it's got to be sent over to our podcast editor who goes through and edits everything. Um, It's also divided up into four or five episodes. And then it's run through transcription software. The transcripts are cleaned up by uh, another teammate. And Sylvia goes and makes all the social media stuff for it. She makes the trailer. She makes all of these other pieces. And we also take the transcripts and put them on the blog. We take the audio from our video interviews, put them, of course, on the podcast, take the videos, put them on YouTube for a later release date. Do you see how intense that production schedule is? It sounds fine. You're like, oh, I could do that. But I want you to imagine doing it consistently because, again, go back to that marketing consistency, the importance of it live stream. Think about doing that on a regular basis. Do you have the time? If the answer is no, Ruthie, I do not have time. Do you have the money to outsource it? If the answer is also, Ruthie, I don't have the money to outsource it, then even if this tactic or tool aligns with your strategy, your business goals, your marketing strategy, you still, this is a not yet thing because you don't have two of the most important resources that you need to execute it. So that is pretty much it. I do have an announcement today. I've decided because. I love my group so much. So this live stream, the Marketing Monday live stream happens in three places right now. It happens on my personal Facebook profile. It happens in the Defiant Business group. And it also happens on the Defy the Status Quo Facebook profile. And I was like, man, how can I give my Facebook group, the Defiant Business group, a bit more, you know, "Mm, I love you so much because you're in my group type of love, right? And so I've decided that I'm going to do a new live stream only in the group, the Defiant Business group. It's called Thoughtful Thursdays. And what I'm going to do is give you guys the benefit of one of my superpowers. I'm going to give you the benefit of one of my superpowers. And what that is, (laughs) I read super fast. Like, I'm not like a photographic memory, look at the page, flip the page type fast, but like two pages a minute. Like, so I'm like within the bounds of what we consider normal, but still pretty fast. My kids like to watch my eyes move, right? When I'm reading, Uh, they're super impressed every time. And so what I want to do is I want to go through and I want to, I want to talk about anything new that I've come across, but a lot of this is going to be coming from books that I've read. 
right? So you can kind of get the SparkNotes version, if you will, at least from my perspective, on these different books. And not to say you shouldn't read them, but it may help you decide if you want to read them or if they're good for you to read right now, if it's something that you need. And so just again, Thoughtful Thursdays will be a live stream that's only done in the Defiant Business group. So if you're not in the group yet, you can just click right over and go and request to join. Um, you know, I'm pretty good at accepting those, but we've got a very pretty nice active community in there already. And I'm looking forward to doing these live streams because I think we're going to be able to get some really good back and forth and such going here. So thank you so much for joining me this Monday for the last Marketing Monday in October. And thanks again so much for joining me uh, here. And I hope to see you at Thoughtful Thursdays in the Defiant Business Group, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Mwah. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of the Defiant Business Podcast. Please make sure that you've subscribed and do be sure to leave us a review if you found this episode at all helpful. And if you think it would be a great resource for someone else, be sure to share it with them. See you next time.